Hey, my name is Eric, and you're listening to Viral Positivity, a podcast providing community-sourced updates, advice, and encouragement. My name is Sue Schleifer, and I live in Lafayette, Louisiana. I'm a life and leadership coach, and I'm also a writer. I've written a couple of nonfiction books, and I've written a couple of plays. Hey, Sue, thank you for being with us, and thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast. We've made it to episode 10, and for this episode, I'm going to be changing up the format just a little bit. It's going to be a hybrid episode with Sue interviewing me a bit in addition to me interviewing her. Sue has been providing business coaching services to my company, Orcs Research Labs, LLC, and so she's familiar with our operations. She's been nice enough to come on today and talk about how my business has been affected recently and give some tips that will hopefully be helpful to other small business owners. Well, it's been a real pleasure to work with Eric on his business. So just to fill in our listeners, about a year and a half ago, I started a new company here in Lafayette, Louisiana, which provides technical services such as design and service of electromechanical devices, research and development, and installation type work for a variety of industries. Tell me, Eric, how are things going for you now uh, with the virus uh, concerns? So some of our clients are commercial or industrial type businesses, but probably 70% are involved in some way in the entertainment industry, such as venues, professional audio and lighting companies, musicians, and event production professionals. With all of that being shut down and some of the other industries that I service experience with slowdown. The volume of work has been greatly reduced over the past few weeks. Last week or so, it seems it's been a little bit sleepy and people aren't knowing what's going to happen. So business-wise, you know, people are kind of putting off decisions. And that makes sense. You know, when you think about it, if we, if we take ourselves out of our own personal situation, we see that many people are reluctant to spend money they don't have to. My business is based from home. That's where my electronics lab is located. So I'm used to spending a lot of time in the house, but I usually leave the home office multiple times each day for jobs in the field, for meetings, to run errands. I'm realizing more that I kind of look forward to those times to, to get out. So that's kind of gone away for now. That's a little bit different. I think it's not unusual for us that work mainly from home to feel maybe more comfortable in our roles than other people who are used to going out every day, you know, all day long. However, it still can be challenging for us as well. So with the drop in your business, um, how are you feeling about that? I'm lucky that I'm in a situation that I'm able to take a couple of weeks off instead of really going out there. There is more work out there that I can take advantage of. We've really made a, a conscious effort to just stay home for now until the situation develops a little bit more. I'm kind of looking at it as a forced vacation, kind of working remotely still, you know, working on on administrative tasks and checking email and and things like that, but kind of like, um, you know, just focusing on things around the house and relaxing, spending time with my wife. But of course, I'm, I'm not getting paid all of this time right. if I'm right. not, you know, creating revenue. Definitely a bit stressed about the the income situation, I guess, just not being able to anticipate when things are going to pick back up, how the world is going to be after all of this. For most of us, there's very little that we can predict. The things that we control are our own internal lives and the behaviors and the way in which we communicate with each other. We just don't know about what the business will be like. So trying not to focus on that, but do what you're doing and think about, you know, what are some of the things that I've been meaning to do 
in my business that I haven't gotten to, planning-wise, organizing, maybe doing your taxes, balance your checkbook. Do it in small doses. If this is the kind of work that makes you crazy, don't try to do it for all day. You know, Do it for a half hour or an hour. Take a break. Get some exercise. Other things that you might do with your business is, is think about if my business is limited or shut down for two months, what might that look like? If it's three months, if it's six months, maybe do some planning in that regard. I think that's something that business owners really need to be thinking about when it kind of changes from a minor inconvenience to a real financial situation and when people are going to have to kind of stop focusing so much on on self-improvement and and you know once you get all those little tasks done that you've been putting off two months down the line people are going to have to find actual streams of income are there any creative ways that I might shift what I do to be of benefit uh, to people at this time. One of the breweries locally is making hand sanitizer. So I thought that was kind of cool. Someone else is making shields for uh, to put over one's face uh, for the health professionals. So you know, maybe you can think of some creative thing that you could do using your skills and equipment in, in a new way. In finding ways to tap into new markets, where do you draw the line ethically between pivoting and and providing a needed service and taking advantage of the disaster that's currently going on? That's a really, really good question. I mean, my ethics say don't charge any more than you would have charged two months ago, you know? I think that it's really important that we don't take advantage, at least here in Lafayette, and I'm sure this is true in other communities, there are resources for small business owners, www.lafayette.org. They've got a a COVID-19 resources for business and employees with lots of links. Some of them include assistance for artists, musicians, and service industry workers, our art center, the Acadiana Center for the Arts.org. They also have information on their site with resources. Particularly for creative people, how do we maintain focus and, and, and be able to be creative with so many other things mm-hmm. on our mind? Yeah, I think that's a, a really great question. And I think everybody's struggling with that. Trying to be present in today, I think, is really, really important and, and not worry too much. A couple things that I've been trying to do and that might be of help to others limit my time looking at the news. Yes, I'm staying informed, but there's a difference between staying informed and just going down that rabbit hole. I think the the more people comply, which I hope everyone will do, you know, stay home as much as possible. Do get outside and walk around your neighborhood or ride your bike. It's important to get out and get some exercise, exercise in your home. Try to eat as healthfully as you can to keep your immune system strong. Um, doing some sort of mindfulness. There's you know, lots of resources online to help with that. One of the ones that I like is from innerexplorer.org. It's especially designed for families and for school children, but I think it can be done by adults as well. So I think that can be very 
helpful for people to just be calm for a few minutes a day. The other thing that I think is really important is that we be kind to ourselves and to our families and and everyone. Really, this is the time to practice that more than ever because we're all at different levels of stress, of fear. And sometimes we might say something that we didn't mean to say because we're feeling fear. And what we don't want to do is escalate that. Recognize maybe when you need to go in the other room and just be by yourself, if that's at all possible, and given your living situation. Try, if people can, I mean, everybody's different in terms of how much structure they like. But if you can build in a little bit of structure in your life, people are learning new skills as a result of this. So, I mean, I have a lot of friends who are over 60, and they may not have experienced using things like Zoom or or some of the other online resources, and they're being forced to do so if they want to continue their lives. For example, the exercise teacher that I use, she's created a, a Zoom class. So people who haven't used that before are having to do it and they're finding, oh, well, I can do that. My husband is a, a university professor and they're, they've gone to online learning. And some of his colleagues just were not used to doing online learning. Fortunately, he was. So he's been in a role of helping other instructors to do that. And now that'll be something that's an added skill that they'll have for the future. So I think that there's some positive things coming out of this. I've seen people do um, virtual dinner parties. Something that I created was I sent out an email to a bunch of friends around the country, inviting them to a what I called it a reading group. And once a week, We've met twice now. We'll keep meeting. Um, I sent them a PDF of a play and I assigned reading parts to different people. And we join via conference call. I'm using freeconferencecall.com. We are reading the play out loud and it has been so much fun. People have been um, really getting into their parts. And I think we'll finish the play next week, and then we'll discuss it. And then we'll decide what we want to read next. I'm thinking either another play or maybe a short story, if I can find a good one that I can send to people. I think there's just tons of creative ideas like that. It's really bringing out a lot of creativity from people. I think it's awesome that you took this opportunity to do something new that would be a benefit to others as well as to yourself. Listen to several of the episodes and they're very interesting. I literally came up with this idea a week and a half ago in the shower. By the end of the day, I had recorded my first episode. I released the first seven episodes of the podcast in the first seven days, which I felt was important because things were changing so quickly, but it, it also took a huge dedication of time. So in planning out my time going forward, I won't be scaling back the release timeline. I think it's wise that you're now deciding to uh, scale back a bit so that you have opportunities to do other things that you need to do or want to do in your life. It's been tough to limit my time spent on getting the audio perfect. I've worked for over 20 years as a professional audio engineer, and I'm also a perfectionist. I've had to get used to just releasing episodes without having things as perfect as I would like. We've talked about that before with building your business, that you know maybe things won't be perfect, and that's okay. I kind of heard those words you know, echoing in my head, just go for it. It's worked out all right so far. Anything to be able to multiply the the reach instead of just 
you and I talking or having a normal meeting, being able to share this with other people so that they might be able to benefit from that as well. One caution I would have is when we're feeling stressed or upset or angry or fearful or whatever, definitely reach out to someone. But in that case, I would do it one-on-one rather than in a group text or a group email or group phone call, because we don't want to spread that fear or worry too widely. As you've named this, viral positivity is to use the group format to look for solutions and to try to be positive, to make sure the energy that we're spreading is more uplifting, if at all possible. Where can people find out more about you and and about the services that you offer? My website is www.life, L-I-F-E, and leadershipcoaching.com. And that's got information about my coaching business. It also has uh, information about my books as well, my writing. You can find out more about my business, Orcs Research Labs, LLC, at O-R-L-T-E-C-H.com. That's O-R-L-T-E-C-H.com. There are links there to our social media pages, and we're going to be beginning to post photos of some of our work. So check that out and follow along. I really appreciate your doing this, Eric. I think it's an awesome idea, and um, I wish everybody to be well. Well, thank you, Sue, for being with us, and thanks to everyone for tuning in to the Viral Positivity Podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify as well as Stitcher. We will be available on additional platforms shortly. Please visit fb.me slash V positivity to stay updated because we will have more exciting episodes coming up soon.